Hey y'all, thank you so much for joining me again. This is Dina Robinson, and this is, honestly, I'm trying, Lord, and this is my sixth episode, and in this episode, I want to talk about um, how do you know when God is hearing you, and how do you know when He answers you, and I kind of go through the Bible just to explain things in that you have confirmation and that you know he does hear us but I wanted to tell y'all a little personal note this was a struggle last week was a really tough week for me um I ended up getting an injection in my inner ear and and with steroids and I'm coming down off the other steroids but there's so much going on and so Satan I know it's Satan he's put a lot of uh doubts and worries and my biggest concern with y'all for y'all is that because of the things that my body is going through am I actually making the points that I need to make in a clear and concise manner so that y'all can understand them so I would really like some feedback on that because I'm I'm I don't want to stop what I'm doing but I'm scared that um I don't I want to be a witness for the Lord, but I want it to be in a way that that touches people in in an understanding of the Lord that loves and understands me and that has promised me uh, eternal life. And so, I just pray that you'll bear with me and uh, pray that on my good days that I can be able to still do what I need to do for the Lord and also on my bad days. I want to keep living for God and to be as positive as I can and it's a struggle y'all it's a struggle every day and honestly I'm trying Lord so thank you for joining me again and um, I pray with all my heart that you get a blessing from this thank you today I wanted to talk about how do we know God hears us? How do we know for sure what God's will is and that God truly spoke to us? And so I wanted to discuss that. And we have to build a relationship with the Lord. And doing so, we we have to study the Bible. Because the one thing that you need to remember always is that God's voice never contradicts the Holy Scripture. So John 16, 13 Sorry, I have all my bookmarks now bookmarked, and I have to get to them. So here we go. John 16, 13. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. So if you hear God in your heart, what you read in the Bible is going to be your confirmation. So you can talk to other Christians, you can listen to the preachers, and you can flip through the Bible. But you know what? When you're looking for an answer, you need to learn your Bible enough so that you can go and know where to find that comfort, and you start seeking and looking for that. And God is, He puts us I don't know, it's like when God's speaking, and do you ever feel sometimes, I know, um, discussed it with different friends of mine and I'm on fire right now I found my way back to the Lord and I'm excited about him again and and all that but I even I now just physically I get to the point where I just feel numb like you can't 
you don't know if he's hearing you and you don't know if you're actually talking to him and it's just some days you don't feel a thing and I think that that is that's also Satan he's doing everything in his power to weigh you down so we have to look at what's in our path and what are we putting into our minds and our hearts if we want to live a Christ-like life you know and, and there's a fine line in there about what's acceptable and what my path may be may be different from yours but you're convicted by the Lord and that's an old southern saying and I get tickled you know I can remember coming back home to seeing my mom hall and when I had left the last time she was going down and she'd take 20 bucks and she'd go to the casino and she would um, spend that $20 and she'd have so much fun she'd play forever on it well I think I asked her if she was still going she said no the Lord convicted me she said that's something I don't feel like I need to be spending that $20 on so I think that we're all convicted in different ways and we we have to be real careful too as Christians whenever people are asking us for advice because we need wisdom and discernment but if you hear God in your heart and you read it in the Bible that's the Lord talking to you you know what's right and wrong you feel that that spirit of the Lord inside you and you know our prayers can become repetitive and there's nothing wrong with repeat, repeating certain prayers I think we need to learn scriptures that the Lord has taught us how to pray and to use those scriptures but as we say those words we need to think about them and we need to make sure that we genuinely are feeling and taking the time to get to where we appreciate and are recognizing the joys and the wisdom and the discernment that the Lord has given us through his word. So once again, I want to tell you, while I am giving you this message, because I do believe that the Lord has placed this on my heart to share with y'all, I also want to tell you, don't take people's words for it. If you think it's something wise and it does speak to you, you need to go to the scriptures. You need to go find that source. I'm learning that today just in the news. I mean, it's real hard to find out what the truth is anymore. And I think that you want to get those sources, right? You need the sources to back it up. And I do believe that that we have to be vigilant also in our relationship with the Lord. We talk about vigilance and prayers or being Christ-like and remaining that way. And we have to be we have to be most careful, but we also have to study and learn so that we know what God's asking of us. And then one day, should there come a time where we can't read a Bible or hear the word or or do anything to do with the Lord, then you might find yourself in that situation because you get stranded on the side of the road. But you'll, you'll recall certain scriptures. And I'm not just talking about the world and where I think it's going today. I'm just talking about in your day-to-day life too. You know, we we need to go back and we need to have this, this fill it with these resources and this word and wisdom. Because while, yes, you might be reading, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, or Samuel, or Jeremiah, you're also reading what God asked them and told them to put down. And while we may translate it in different ways, I do believe that God's word is perfect. And we also have to listen and continue to trust in God because that is one of his promises too um you know we have to have that ability to hear him and in second Peter let me find that one because that I really did a lot of scripture today looking through things and 
So I'm going to throw a lot of scriptures at you, but what I want you to do is do your research, get in there and study the word of the Lord so that he's talking to you because, you know, unlike our ability to hear God, the Bible is perfect and we need to listen to and read his word and study it and apply it to the situations in our life. And it says, first, I'm sorry, this is Second uh, Peter 1, 20 and 21. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophets on interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will. But prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And if you were ever convicted to repent of your sins or to ask forgiveness, um, that's the Holy Spirit. You know, that you're feeling that grace of God and he's talking to you and you know that you've been forgiven so you're not walking around we can't be weighted down by guilt of our past and i'm the worst of this we cannot be constantly hating ourselves if we truly know that our father loves us and he's forgiven us then we don't need to bring that back up again we need to move forward and grow stronger in the god that pulled us up out of that place and we need to just delve into the word and his spirit and if all you can handle that day is just to lift your hands up or to lift your heart or your mind up and play some music that lifts your spirit so you feel that joy of the lord then you do that or if you just need to sing a song while you're doing something then that's what you need to do um i just i just think that we really need to remember how much god loves us and um, 2 Corinthians 7.10, it says, Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. And godly grief of your sins is also God's way of showing you that he loves you. Um I just think we need to remember that we need to not take on these grievances that this world gives us and and want to be sorry for things that the world tells us that we should be sorry for. We know what's right and wrong. God pretty much lays that out in the Bible. Um, and if you want to know if God's talking to you, you know, you think about things and, and you just know God told you to move to Mexico. <laughs> I mean, I'll use me as an example. I just know, you know. I wasn't walking with the Lord then, but let's just, let's do that. I was trying to, I was getting back, but you know, I just knew the Lord was leading me, but there was something in my gut the whole time, the whole time we were doing this, there was something in my gut that felt wrong, but I wanted it so bad for my husband. And you know what? Did God take that and use that and bring me back around to him? He sure did. Did God take that and use me and bring me back to Alaska? Yes, he did, because I prayed. I prayed hard, and all the doors opened. Were they hard? Were there doors that kept getting slammed shut? Yes, sir. But I knew without a doubt that God was going to bring us out of this, and he brought us home to Alaska. And now that we're here, you know, I'm trying hard to listen to the Lord, but sometimes I don't like what the Lord says to me. You know, it's I ask him for an answer, and he gives it to me. Well, that wasn't the answer that I wanted. But that was the answer that I got. And, you know, a lot of times we've, we've been, uh, there are times that we make our children 
when we're parenting, we make them do things that we don't want to do to them. You know, and I can remember sometimes my daddy, you know, after he'd get on to me, when I got older, my daddy could just tell me he was disappointed in me or he would get upset and I would just be just crying. I'd be bawling and I'm sorry, I'm so sorry because I never wanted to disappoint my daddy. And I think that I always think about that whenever I think about my Lord and I'm I'm so sorry that I disappointed, you know, but I knew when my daddy said, baby, I love you. I'm just trying to teach you. And he said, it hurts me when I see how much you hurt. Go learn in these lessons. And he, he was wise, you know, he had discernment, but he was also looking to the Lord. And I think that we all need to remember to do that as well. We also need to remember that, um, if Jesus Christ is being exalted to you, this is a sign that the Holy Spirit's talking to you. You know, and we, those of us that have been Christians for a while, some believe, some don't, but a lot of us talk about the Trinity. And while the, the Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, is not ever said, that word is never used in the Bible, but it is a constant truth that we do find in the Bible. God is one God. So when you look at Matthew 28, 19, it says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then we read in Luke 3:21 and 22, where he says, When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son whom I love, with you I am well pleased. And so when we we decide to talk to the Lord, we need to remember that God the Father is going to decide what's going to happen. God the Son, He does and He did do what the Father says to do. And He came down here and sacrificed His life and He lived the human life so that he can understand us in a better way. If that ain't love, and I say that all the time, I mean, my goodness, you he could be sitting up there pain-free, no bones hurting, no joints, nothing about human pain, all those feelings and sufferings and emotions and trials and tribulations. Not only that, the joys and the happiness, the that feeling of after you've eaten a good meal. I mean, Jesus was all about feeding people, not just physically but spiritually and his love he came across to us in such a different way you know we had always been very in the early days you know and also I hear a lot of people say well the Bible contradicts itself well does it did you contradict yourself whenever you disciplined your children and I had three so if you disciplined three of them in three different ways that did that make that wrong? And it's like, I I think that, you know, the Lord, he started out early in the Old Testament. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Those two kind of, you know, am I supposed to go take care of this God or you? Well, that's where prayer comes in. And I also think that what you do is you're going to have to go through there and decide what is appropriate and what do you think God wants you to do in this situation And if you look through the Bible, there is a situation for just about every situation in your life that you're going to come across. And you can say that I'm reading a fairy tale or a storybook or that I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to tell you that I believe. 
and I believe in the word of God and that it is perfect. I also believe that he's going to explain it to me in a way that I can understand. And I think that if I have that true faith and I have truly given myself to the Lord, then the Lord is going to guide me with wisdom and discernment. And, you know, I also, this brings me up to another point. Um, I was speaking with a friend the other day. I don't want to get too far off track. I'm trying to stay focused, but I was speaking with her the other day and about that was my biggest problem about, and I, I'm not going to tell you that every church out there, I've gone to some sweet churches filled with sweet people before. But what really, during my time, Satan was smart. He put people in my path that were not living a Christ-like life, yet saying they were. And I used them as excuses to keep walking away from the Lord. And I think that we also need to realize, too, that we need to, number one, when we have a grievance or anything, we need to talk to that person. I think if people would talk and they would be kind to one another and work things out, you can you can agree to disagree and you can also agree to set certain boundaries, whether you voice them or you just show them in ways that those are the boundaries. But we also need to understand that the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us. Um, I know that I got off track and the doctors and I are working on this. So I was talking to you about how the Spirit, the the Trinity, so we have the Father who decides what will happen, and then we have the Son who does and did what the Father says, and He came here, so that's where I was going with that. I apologize, y'all. I'm getting, number one, I'm getting old, and I'm also um, struggling that with all these things going on in my body. And I don't want pity and I don't want sorrow. I want you to laugh with me and bear with me and give me patience. But also, then we have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit literally just touches what the Son has done in the name of the Father. And the so if the Son, if the Father hears your prayer, okay, and He says, this is what is going to be done. And Jesus Christ comes to you because He can be your priest he can be your counselor he can be your friend he can be your brother he can be your friend he also can understand these things so now jesus comes and he's following through he's helping you to open these doors and he's leading you but the holy spirit comes down and what jesus and god has been guiding you to the holy spirit is that little shove that keeps you going towards that and the bible opens your mind to the truth you're knowing that God loves you is an acknowledgement that that you truly did hear God speak. And he's always speaking to us. I mean, certain truths he, he gives us. I mean, the of course, I was speaking of the truth of his love. So let's go to Ephesians and read in Ephesians 3, 16 to 19. I pray that out of his glorious riches, He may strengthen you with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I mean, is that just the most beautiful promise 
explanation, relation. I mean, you can take that and if that doesn't reach inside your deepest soul and start sparking and striking that fire and lighting you, I, I just I just pray that you will find that 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 joy in the scriptures that God has set up for us. So how do we know when God hears us? You know, and I, I think that we have to remember, are we, our voice serves us, right? When we do things, it's a representation of who we are. Uh, God's voice serves us as well, but God, are we God-focused or are we man-focused? So we kind of need to decide as we use our our character and our our witness our example to other people are we god focused so that when our voice is heard our actions are received or seen from a distance from close up you know what i mean are we really serving to glorify and serve god i mean we we really need to be focused and it's so easy to be distracted um your desire is to do what god wants that doesn't mean that sometimes he's not going to tell you to do things that you don't want to do and i'll tell you that one of my prayers was answered this past weekend uh last weekend and it wasn't the answer i wanted i wanted it to be different i wanted it to be yes i I do want to do this with you, and um, that wasn't it, but I learned a lesson. I had been trying and trying and trying, and while I have not given up, and I won't, I will respect the boundaries set for me, and I will I will continue to pray that God helps me to show them that I respect them and will keep my distance and will love them and will be here with arms wide open the gate to my yard is open and the door to my house is open and I'll be here waiting and I understood so I'm respecting those boundaries and I am doing those it's going to be really hard um it's a very personal thing but we feel it in our conscience and um does it glorify God so we want to go I wanted to read Galatians and as I scroll my eyeballs are rolling around in my head uh, (laughs) Galatians 5 uh and I want to read 15 and 16. So i got to open, read the full chapter. I'm sorry I'm using my tablet, but man, those words can get so big and I can actually see them. Um, so when we get into Galatians 5, 15 and 16, it says, If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you'll be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And man, I'll tell you, that, that self-righteous indignation sometimes will come up and I know it. I I know what's right. Dad, gum it. But you know what? That ain't what God wants me to do and that ain't how God wants me to act. As much as my human spirit <laughs> and my old, uh, that rebellious spirit, but you know, if I keep feeding it with that negative, nasty, dwelling on it terms, then I ain't gonna get any. I'm gonna be stuck in that mud of, you know, of just being what Satan wants me to do, distracted and, and caught up in the mud, you know, wag the dog. That's where you're, this hand does doing something over here while they're, you're looking at the tail wagging and the head's already over there eating that meat off the counter. You know, we've got to be 
wise and we need to pray for discernment and do it you know and in the sermon on the mount he he says ask and it will be received but are you are you only praying for needs and desires i mean he tells us how to pray we need to love him we need to glorify him he wants us to praise him are we doing that because you know that feeds your soul you start listening to your favorite music whether it's christian country rock I don't care what genre it is, rap. You start listening to that positive side of that, you start feeling positive. You start listening to music, and if you like rock Christian music, you go listen to it. If that's feeding inside your mind, that's what you're putting in it. I read some books years back uh, by a man named Frank Peretti, and it was called This Present Darkness and Piercing the Darkness. And never in my life have I ever, it really brought to my mind, um, the demons around us and once again it's what you believe this is how i feel i feel it's just like angels there god's got his and the devil and the prince of darkness that rules over this earth right now um you know he's getting free reign but you have free will and what you put in your path and you can whatever you want to say um people ask me how you say so positive well i'm not positive all the time i'll be honest with you but I try my best when I get out to be as positive as I can. And I think that if you put things in your way, like in that Frank Peretti book they were talking about, you know, whether it's pornography or you eat too much, because Lord knows that's my problem, or I smoke, you know, and I'm trying hard to quit. But in all honesty, I don't want to quit right now because I feel like I gave up all this other stuff. And it's like, so me and Lord are working on that one, but that's Satan too. He's really tempting me. And, um, but I got off track again. So we need to, I was talking about that Frank Peretti book. Um, they had this image of a demon that sat on top of the man's head and, um, he was running his fingers. So his, his, he was like a squatty one and his legs were wrapped around the man's neck and he's running his fingers through his head. So everything that he could do, because he knew what that man was doing in his private life, he was going and looking at this and this and that, and it wasn't good. It was very negative and it was ugly and it gave him bad feelings, bad thoughts, and it didn't make him a good husband. I'm pretty sure that's the one that they were talking about. But anyways, um, then that demon that he's going to put everything in your path to distract you. And, you know, when I go over to YouTube and start looking for my Christian music that I want to play, <laughs> I get distracted by Chris Stapleton videos. I mean, I love Chris Stapleton or Willie Nelson. And it's like, that's not why I came here. I came here to focus on God. And it's really hard to stay focused in this technological world that we live in where our phone now is our lifeline to everybody else, whether it's to talk to people. I mean, I know a few people still to have phones on the wall, but it's not a common thing these days and you know and I have to keep my phone with me constantly just because of my situation but we need to remember to turn that phone down and turn off that tv and if you need to go take a walk in the woods we need to draw back to the Lord so I want to stay focused and I want you to understand that um, you want to study and meditate and God speaks so we need to practice hearing God's words and we can also we we have to practice that before we can hear his words right so if we're not building that relationship with the lord then how are we know when he's talking to us so we have to constantly be working on that and building and uh how do you know when you have confirmation that you're doing what he wants and you know because there's a lot of times like 
yeah, maybe he told you to move somewhere or he told you to buy a gift for somebody because they're feeling bad. But was that for you because it made you feel good or was it for God because God knew that person needed that? So I think we really need to think about what's behind our intentions because um, we need to give with a heart that is Christ-like. Um, and so he's going to make it clear because he, we want to apply the word of God to your situation. So God's will, he's a sovereign God. So there's certain things, you know, Acts 2.23, you know, the crucifixion was pre-planned. It was, it was going to happen. God knew it was going to happen. But he was also, um, it was also done by the choices of human beings. So these men made these choices did God know they were going to make these choices probably but he still gave them an opportunity to not do it to walk away or to repent you know because we sin every day every single day we need to be aware of these sins and repent and try to do better each time and I think that um God works things through even though our human actions cause bad things to happen and we have to remember that we have to see the final end goal you know it's tiresome trying to build your strength back up when you haven't had a lot of strength so the same way is with God if you're not constantly working and building that strength in God up and you're not working on that relationship it's just like a relationship with a family member a spouse anything we need to do that. And we also know need to learn how to follow his will specifically in our lives for certain specific things. And he does this because you seek the answers in his word. And when you obey God's word, that that's knowing God's word, right? So if we read God's word and, and we interpret it and we feel convicted of certain things, then that's between us and God. And we need not try to do that again. I think that the Lord teaches us and we open our eyes and we learn certain things. But I think we have to be really worried today. The world is such a huge part. The world is overtaking us. And as Christians, we need to reach out and remember that these doors will start to open. You'll see confirmation of God's will. So a good example of believing is believing in the Lord and then it doesn't work the way that you wanted it to. So I think that you know, we, we have to look for multiple doors sometimes before we can find God's will and uh, to be done. And we want to find that confirmation and know that it's solid, right? Uh- Luke 22, 7-13. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it? They asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters. And say to the owner of the house, The teacher asked, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished, make preparations there they left and found things just as jesus had told them so they prepared the passover okay how many people do you think were walking through that village with how many men do you think were walking with jars through there 
Could there have been two or three? Could there have been 10? It was a busy town, maybe. You know, it's a village. People are hustling and bustling, walking everywhere. There were no cars. You know, so let's say they walk up to one guy and they they tell him, um, I'm sorry, y'all. My brain did that thing again. And they, they asked the guy, and this guy walks up to them and they start following him. Maybe he thinks that they're just going where he's going. And they get there and they knock on the door and the guy at the door, they say that to him and he doesn't, he doesn't have any clue what they're talking about. So now they go and look for the other guy. Maybe there's another man and another man walks past him with a jar. So they follow him and they get to that house and that man says, they say to them, teachers ask for this room upstairs. And I know I'm, you know, layman terms there, but the man says, oh, come in. And he takes them upstairs and shows them the room. You know, then they knew, okay, yeah, this is, this is where I was supposed to be. Because somewhere in there, the Lord is going to show you the way. So if you follow him, you might have to talk to two or three guys with jars or follow two or three guys with jars or ask two or three people behind those jars. Teacher said, you have a room prepared for him where he can meet with his disciples. You know what I mean? I just think that there's a lot of ways to go about that. And I think that's pretty cool. So, um... He gave them multiple confirmations of what to look for, okay? So the Bible does that with us. He tells us how we need to behave and act and the things that we need to do to to present ourselves in a Christ-like manner. He gave us everything that we need. We just need to read it. So there, I did talk about that. And sorry, y'all, I have to write notes because my memory is, uh, I'm struggling these days. And also... Don't be fooled by just one open door. Don't give up. You know, just keep on trucking. You you got to keep that faith. You got to keep strong. And if you need to go to church, and if going to church every Sunday is what keeps you going and fueled and it keeps that fire going, then you need to go to church. Because God did, does want us to congregate. He wants us to be a community of like-minded people so that we can take care of one another. We're supposed to be caring for one another. So I, I do believe that. And we just need to keep looking for those doors. And and that's really important. So we got to keep fuel. But there's also these biblical emotions, you know. And that, that gets me all excited because I do rejoice in the Lord. And I know y'all have too at some point in your life. Some of us do it very quietly. And then there's the, you know, the loudmouth from the south of South Louisiana and South Alaska, you know, that, you know, she's got the biggest mouth there is, but whatever brings you that feeling that, you know, you feel that spirit of the Lord inside you and that joy and that rejoicing. I mean, that's very powerful. That also makes you very strong. Doesn't it put you in happy spirits to listen to your favorite music? You know, I just think that that's wonderful. And that's a gift. Once again, though, If you're feeding your mind with all negative things and that's what you're humming about is negative things, then that's not probably a good loop to get in, is it? We probably need to put something else on in there and listen to something different so that we're not put in there. You know, and when I talk about the devil takes those things that you've put inside your mind, I don't mean that he gets, he can't be in your mind. What I mean is he puts things in your path. You know, he'll put, if you've clicked on something, that you knew was wrong and we are all clicking these days 
you know, on our phones, whether we're playing a game or whatever. But you went and looked at something, and all of a sudden, that's in your mind. It don't matter what it was. It don't matter if it was eating Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or, you know, oh my goodness, all those chips look good. Everything, you know, we've got to we got to be real careful. And once again, those of us that overeat, that's a temptation. And I ain't, I've never been one to sit and eat just one cookie until just recently. I wish I could eat a cookie again. But, you know, it's just those temptations is what I mean when I say that he's uh, taking those long fingernails and running them through the brain. He's just pulling back. He's just pulling as much to you. He's putting that woman or that man in front of those people that are tempted by sins of the flesh and that lust, you know, those things. He's putting those things right there before you. And if you like to have a drink sometimes and you can't control that, then you're drinking and drinking and drinking. But, and it, I, that's anything. If you're a liar and you're telling lies and, you know, it's just gets so easy after a while. And pretty soon you believe the lies, all the lies you've ever told. You don't know what the truth is anymore. You know, I just, I think that, mm, mm, mm. Bite your tongue, Dina, bite your tongue. Because I'm thinking about people in my past. So I think that their actions, our actions, show what we are and and we have to represent it. But we've got these biblical emotions that God describes in Philippians 4.4. That when we put God first, we get peace. So I I just have to read this to you because it just always makes me so happy. It just absolutely makes me happy. In every way, shape, and form. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Does that just not give you just such great hope and such joy? And if it doesn't, I just pray that you'll take some time and and find that moment of peace. And if you're one of those mamas that just, oh my goodness, it's nap time and it's bedtime and you're so relieved... You need that time with God. And it's, it, it doesn't matter if it's five minutes when you're outside having your cigarette. You connect with Him somehow, some way. And maybe it's a song. And maybe when you're running around with the kids, you're going to play that rejoiceful, joyful. Sorry, rejoiceful. Maybe it is a word. I don't think it is. That joyful happiness. Then you're you're sharing it. Now you're sharing it with the kids. And the kids are listening. And they're, that's getting to be a part of you're putting things in their mind that you know are good things. So fill them up with it because now it's filling you up too. And you're going to be blessed by those children that are doing the same thing with your friends. You know, me and Denise do it all the time. We put on a praise song and we get to singing together. We even put on any other kind of song and it makes us happy. And we talk about music. And I just thank you, Lord. Just thank you. And finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received 
or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. It just, oh, that just, that's, you know what? Did you ever think that sometimes if you could write letters to your kids, all you would, what would you want to tell them? You'd tell them all about the history of where they came from. And then you tell them along the way the things that you learned and what your grandfather told you that he learned. And then as you see, you start seeing things and maybe you never think that maybe that Bible's like a love letter from God to his children. Well, here's the history, the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, but look, here's all this joy and these promises and your God, your father, he is the creator. He is the maker of all these things. And it's just like, Lord, oh, just, and I'm going to read this next one because I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all this through Him who gives me strength. Philippians 4, and I started at 4, and I read through 13. So I just I just want you to just fall in to the Word of the Lord and just let that Word fill you. And if that Word needs to, you need to fill your soul with music and clapping and dancing, you do it. And if you just need to sit quietly in your recliner, look out the window and play those soft gospel hymns that you did loved when you grew up with as a child, then you do that. You take that time and you, you give that time to your Lord and you praise Him. And your cup is going to start filling up, I promise. Just get happy in God and have that wonderful time with Him. And I just... I just praise the Lord because in Philippians, it says, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice in the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. You got to remember our human understanding is very limited. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I am not saying this. And I read you the other part. So this is, I just thank the Lord just hold on, hold on, y'all. Just hang on, because he's a coming, he's a coming. But we got to live. And in the meantime, while we're living, we've got to be living the best life that we can live. And that means showing people that Christians are happy, Christians are kind, Christians are joyful. And that even though as a Christian you're going through a bad time, you're still a Christian. You're still hanging in there, and you're showing God, I'm trying. And when you have those rough times, you own up to it. And you just ask for forgiveness, and you ask for strength and encouragement, and you just move on. So I'm going to end today, and I keep thinking I can make these things shorter, and I apologize. But I just get so excited about the Lord, and I just I just want to share it with y'all. And 
a lot of this started because yesterday's episode, you know, when you start talking and you realize there's a lot more people listening, you worry a little bit, but that's Satan. And I never promised anybody. I just told you I was going to do things my way, and it might be very different from any other way that you've ever been, and that's what I'm doing for my Lord. And I just praise you, God, and I just give you all the glory. And I'm going to pray with the Lord now. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for today, and I thank you for that that peace that you gave me about this podcast today. And I, I thank you for the blessing, and I, I pray, God, that your glory, your light, <laughs> your joy shines through, and your words, not the ones that I misspoke and I paused so long, Lord, <laughs> but the words that were yours, I just want them to hear only you, God. I just want to be you. So, God, let let today, let them, let them feel you, God. Let them start looking for those answers and start building that relationship with you, Lord. And, and I just pray for each and every one of them. And if you're listening now, right now, God is telling you that he's here for you and he will help you find the answers. He just wants you to come and listen to him and learn about him. And you just have to be quiet and listen, you know, and just listen. And he just loves you so much. And if you don't know the Lord, it ain't too late. Just start looking. He'll send the answers. And if you need to know how to reach out to God for the first time, I'm here. You just give me a call. And the Lord's telling me to tell you that if you want to know Jesus as your Savior, I will be happy to talk with you. And I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you. And I just give you glory and praise and joy. And Lord, for all requests that have come my way, Lord, I am praying. And you and I know where we are on that. And and we are praying. And the Lord is answering your prayers. And it may not be in the way that you think He wants them to you want them to be answered. But God's taken what's happening here on earth. All these manly ways that Satan is trying so hard to convert to darkness. God's shining his light. And you are his light. And you have to shine. So whatever you're going through, you start looking for that light and that darkness. Because I promise you, you'll find it. He's there. You look for him. Look. I ask all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I just thank you so much and bless you. And um, if I can be of any help in any way, you let me know. Um, You need to understand that there's sometimes I can't get back right away to you. Um, Some of my episodes last a little longer than others. And so I just want y'all to know that I will always look and I will always, you know, play it. And it it will always be kept between me and you. Whatever you need to talk about, I'm here for you. And if you have Christian friends that you trust, please go and speak and talk and and praise and be joyful in the Lord. Honestly, I'm trying, Lord. Bless each and every one of you. Thank you.